Welcome to the Ancestral Findings Podcast. Are you familiar with the most common genealogy terms regarding family relationships? Some are used in everyday life, while others are only used in genealogy research. Knowing the meaning of these terms can help you create a richer and more accurate family tree. Believe it or not, simply knowing the meanings of some common genealogy terms can help you expand and improve your family tree research. While the concept of a family tree is simple in and of itself, there are certain genealogy terms that you either rarely hear or only hear in conjunction with genealogy research. Some of these terms may be new to you, while others are more familiar. However, even with the familiar terms, you should still gain a deeper understanding of the words and phrases in order to apply them fully to your own family research and get the best results from the knowledge. Here are some genealogical terms and their meanings that you should know. Aphanal. Aphanal is a common genealogy term that is not used too much in other parts of life. If you have not come across it in your research yet, you will. It means being related to someone by marriage. Aphanal relationships are designated on family trees and in everyday speech as in-law. Consanguine. Another genealogy term you will usually only find in the world of genealogy research. This word means of the same blood in its direct translation. Essentially, a consanguine relationship is a genetic relation. Anyone to whom you are related by genetics, or blood, as an old-fashioned phrasing, is a consanguine relative. Many affinal relationships can be described using consanguine words simply by adding in-law to them. Examples of this would be brother-in-law, brother being consanguine and in-law being affinal, and cousin-in-law, again with cousin being the consanguine word, and in-law being the affinal word. Once you know these terms, you can move on to a deeper understanding of some of the more common terms that you may use in everyday life. Your root relatives, those without whom you would not exist, such as your parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, and so on, are relatives with the potential to help you discover and correctly place new aunts, uncles, cousins, and affinal relations on your family tree. Most of us know our grandparents, and the majority of genealogists probably also know all of their great-grandparents, though knowing all of them is not as common in non-genealogical circles. It is when you get back to the preceding generation of great-great-grandparents that even the most experienced genealogists can begin to run into brick walls. These generations are harder to trace because they are farther back in history, and they may have many branches of your family coming from them, which means records of them may be harder to find, as you might not know all of the branches, or who ended up with certain documents or heirlooms originating with them. A great-grandparent is the parent of one of your grandparents, and a great-great-grandparent is the parent of one of your great-grandparents. Each subsequent generation of grandparents you go back adds another great onto the relationship's title. 
Once you get past great-great-great-grandparent, people in genealogical circles usually just say fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, and so on, to avoid having to say all those greats individually. When you go far enough back in time that you have 26 greats in front of a direct grandparent's relationship to you, you definitely don't want to have to say all those greats out loud. 26 great-grandmother is the perfect and genealogically correct way to go. Each generation gap between a genealogist and a grandparent of however many greats increases the likelihood of records being lost making that ancestor more challenging to trace. Other members of your family tree of the same generation and line may be lost as well because you can't find the appropriate great-grandparent. Tracing those greats increases your chances of finding and placing other relatives in the same generation with each new great you discover, and thus makes your family tree bigger, richer, more interesting, and more accurate. In addition to the greats on your family tree, there are also the cousins. This is where a lot of genealogists get tripped up, even experienced ones. When you start talking about third and eighth cousins once or ten times removed, it becomes challenging to determine exactly how they are related to you. When it comes to first, second, third, and other round-numbered cousins without the times removed on the relationship, it is quite easy to determine. Just remember that first cousins share the same grandparents as you, but aren't your siblings. Second cousins share the same great-grandparents as you. Third cousins share the same great-great-grandparents as you, and so on down the cousin line. When you add removed onto the relationship, just remember that the word, when applied to cousins, designates how many generations away from each other you are on your family tree. As an example, a second cousin twice removed is a grandchild of your second cousin. The child is removed from you by two generations. You and your second cousin share a set of great-grandparents. Then, your second cousin's child is one generation removed from the relationship with your second cousin, and their grandchild is two generations removed. You can often imagine a cousin pyramid in your mind to determine cousin relationships. A basic one includes our shared set of grandparents or great-grandparents of however many greats are at the top of the pyramid. Then your parents and their siblings are the second level, and you and your first cousins are the third level. Any generations who come after you on the cousin pyramid are removed from you by however many generations they are from your round-number-cousin relationship with their parents. To add more generations going backward, however many greats you need to add to a direct grandparent, just make the farthest generation back you are going the top of the pyramid and count down the generations from there. Any cousin who is on the same generation line as you is a round-number-cousin. Cousins up or down the line from you are removed. Creating a richer, more detailed, and accurate family tree is as easy as that. Thanks for listening to the Ancestral Findings Podcast. For free resources to help you in your genealogy research, 
you can visit AncestralFindings.com. Happy searching!